everything in life is contingent upon cycles. And, you know, where we lose out is we're not conscious of when these cycles begin and end inside ourselves. And we, we get intimations of it, and we sense it, and then when we find that we're going through this thing of, like, dying, you know, which we all do, we fight it, we scream, we yell, we create all kinds of drama and tension, and we don't allow that not natural process of the death and rebirth that takes place in every human being to take place. So we spend all our time struggling against it. Now, the more you grow, the more refined your chemistry becomes and more in tune you are with the cycles of change that take place in your life. I mean, you get, more, you get to be more and more like nature. Nature doesn't think about summer, fall, winter, spring. It just happens. You understand? We think about everything. You know, you're in a job that you hate, and you just, your ass is dragging, you don't want to be there, and I got to quit, I, and this goes on for five years. You know, you're in a relationship that you shouldn't be in, and it goes on for years before people finally just realize the cycle, it's over. You know, it's over. And, I mean, this is the way life is. We just cling to the familiar instead of being in tune with these cycles as they change inside us so that we can actually move with the ebb and flow of our life consciously. And then the changes are less painful because we understand that we are ready for these major changes. And they take place. Instead of clinging to what was, clinging to what you think you're supposed to do in all facets of life, you know, not just in jobs and relationships, but just about everything we do is dependent upon cycles of change. Nature teaches this profoundly. You know, nature goes through these changes with complete detachment. You know, you have earthquakes, you have hurricanes, you have tornadoes. You think nature gives a shit? It just does its thing. You know, it's only people that get caught up in all the drama and the tragedy of these things. Nature just does its thing. It's part of the cleansing of the earth. We need a tsunami every now and then just to clean up <laughs> the oceans. We need, you know, the earth needs things like this. It's, that, it's just people that build all these luxury places on beaches, you know, and have all this money and this and tied up and all. And then nature comes along and says, hey, no, the ocean needs a little cleaning. We're going to, you know, <laughs> do this. And it does its thing, you know. I mean, with total detachment. Now, people don't function that way. People get attached to everything, including the things that are killing them. And yet nature is this force that is a remarkable teacher about how to go about your business without having any attachment about anything. And, and it works. That's what's extraordinary. The only thing that disrupts it is people who you know, create all these attachments and things that disrupt the force of nature. And then complains when nature you know, gives us a kick in the ass, you know, 
say, schmuck, the world needs to change. And what's completely ridiculous is we think somewhere inside ourselves that we're going to change it. And nobody has learned through history that it doesn't change. It does change, but it changes in its own unique way. And there's a soul force that moves through the universe, and that affects the changes that take place. You know, the activity of people usually makes things a lot more chaotic. And even the activity of people is part of this soul force that moves through the universe, this higher energy that is constantly changing and evolving life on the earth and almost using the activity of people to create those changes. I mean, it's totally extraordinary. And when you get down to individuals, we are so attached to things. I learned how to get free of a lot of stuff when I lived in Rudy's house. I really did. When I lived in a place where I first moved into this place, there was a 2,000-square-foot loft I was living in that was like a museum full of extraordinary Asian art. And I was living on that floor by myself. And I said, man, what a, it was unbelievable. I had my place to sleep. And then about a, about a month later, he started inviting all these people to come live there. And within two months, I was living in a room on this loft with like 20 people. I had no place to sleep. I didn't know where I would sleep at night. It was unbelievable, you know? And I used to have to ask myself the question, why am I there? Am I there to have a place to sleep? Or am I there to get my spiritual training? And this was a huge battle inside me because I wanted to run. Every day I wanted to run. I couldn't stand it. And then I had to stay because I said, Stuart, you're not there to have a place to sleep. You're not there to live on the, in a 2,000 square foot loft by yourself. You're here to get every conceivable ounce of spiritual training that you can possibly get from your teacher. And after weeks of this battle going on in me, I finally arrived that that was the solution. And I remember a year into this, Rudy came up to me and he said, you know, Stuart, you know all these people that have been living here? He said, I invited them to live here because I needed you to learn what you learned by having them around you. Came up and told me this. He said, I brought them here for you. I knew that if you did not learn to get strong enough to deal with this, you'd never be worth a shit in your life. So he told me. And I looked at him and I said, man, <laughs> I said, you really put me through it. He said, yeah, but look what happened. Look what came out of that. And you had to go through that. He said, most of these people will disappear, Stuart. We'll never see them again. He said, you're going to be doing this work 20, 30 years from now. And I needed you to learn how to deal with this kind of thing. It was incredible. That's why when I listen to people complain, I, leave me alone, I don't want to hear it. You know, because I know what I went through, and I know the decisions I had to make in my own life about what wasn't really important to me and what was not important to me. And ultimately important to me was getting to God, getting strong enough to deal with whatever the earth throws at me so that I can continue the spiritual growth inside myself. And frankly, years later, 
by what was thrown at me was so infinitely more difficult than anything Rudy ever did. Infinitely more difficult. That I, but without that training, without having gone through what I went through with him, I would have never been able to handle it.